Welcome to a Biblical Perspective Podcast, where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective. Boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. Greetings. Welcome to another episode of a Biblical Perspective podcast, the podcast designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. What a joy it is to have this opportunity to empower your thinking and change your life from God's perspective. Today, we're going to address the subject of Halloween. That's right. I thought it befitting being that we're in October, only four days away from this satanic, demonic day, I thought it most befitting to address what God's issue is concerning Halloween. And unfortunately, many within the body of Christ don't realize that God has an issue with Halloween. So now that I just informed you that he does have issue with Halloween, the next question is, what's God's issue with it? Glad you asked. Make sure that you stay tuned to A Biblical Perspective because we're going to answer that question and more. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to encourage you to go to my website, ctjohnson.org and request to receive your free monthly empowering thought e-letter. Go right now while you're listening to me. Don't dawdle. Don't delay. Multitask. Go to the website ctjohnson.org and sign up to receive your empowering thought e-letter. The e-letters will provoke you to expand your thinking beyond life's limitations. So go sign up today, right now. I also want you to go download for free the Charisma Plus app and subscribe to the magazine all from my website. I made it very easy for you, ctjohnson.org. Click the CPN affiliate tab. Doing this supports and enables a biblical perspective podcast to continue empowering lives all around the world. So now prepare to think critically as we address today's subject of Halloween. What's God's issue with it? And allow me to parenthetically insert if God has an issue with something, surely the elect of God, his children should have issue with what he has issue with. So what I want you to do is write down two empowering points that will stand out as we deal today with this subject matter. I want you to write it down. All right. Whether you write it down, literally get out your piece of paper, pen, or if you write it on your electronic device, I want you to write down two points two empowering points that will stand out to you as we deal with today's episode. And then once you have written them down, I want you to email it to me. Email it to me at admin, A-D-M-I-N at ctjohnson.org. Or you can post in the A Biblical Perspective podcast Facebook group. All right. Now, I want you to email or post your two empowering thoughts, your two empowering points that's going to stand out to you. And I'm telling you, if you stick with me, God is going 
to speak to you through this teaching and he is going to reveal a minimum of two empowering points that he by his spirit is going to deal with you concerning further unpack it and expound on it during your time of devotion with him. But I want you to email me your empowering points at admin at ctjohnson.org or become a part of our Facebook group, a biblical perspective podcast group, and you can post it there in the comments. And I personally will respond and dialogue with you. That's right. I will respond personally to your email and or comment in the group. So make sure that you do that because it's going to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, I'm going to take you into part one of a pre-recorded simulcast where I am teaching on the subject of Halloween, specifically the facts about Halloween. And we're going to unpack and unfold God's issue concerning this satanic day. So let's go right now into this teaching and I'll be back. You're a Christian. You need to know what God has to say about everything, because we as Christians, our stand, our posture, our position is to be in alignment with the scriptures. And so with that having been said, we're going to jump into tonight's continuation of last week's teaching, the facts on Halloween. I want you to highlight that, that word. The operative word is facts, facts. Too many people are going off of what they feel, what they think, going off of what others have told them, but they have not done their homework. They have not done due diligence as it pertains to putting time and effort in researching, studying, peeling back the onion as it pertains to not just Halloween, but as it pertains to many practices, many holidays, many things that the world, that culture deems okay, deems permissible and or permittable. But we as the elect of God, again, our position, our stand is to be in alignment with the scriptures. We as Christians, we don't have opinions. We don't. Our opinion is irrelevant. It's what God has said that we ought to uphold that standard. It's that standard that we ought to stand on, that we ought to embrace, that we ought to uphold, and that we are to defend. All right. Now, we on last week, you know, we laid foundation and we're going to lay further foundation tonight. I want to share with you in regards to a brief recap, brief recap, prophet's notes. Uh, Halloween, the definition there, and it comes from the prophet's dictionary, the author, Dr. Paula Price. And it's on page 246. If you do not have this piece of literature in your arsenal, in your library, you need it, especially as a Christian, as a prophet, as an apostle. And we will be uh, extracting more terms from the prophet's dictionary on tonight. But we are recapping very briefly the word Halloween, again, from the prophet's dictionary, page 246, term 593. October 31st, a satanic holiday. Highlight. Remember, write it down. Take a mental picture. I don't care what your pastor, who obviously is non-scriptural, if they are supporting or participating, a better word, in this satanic holiday. You may have changed at your church, at your ministry. You may have changed the name from Halloween, the term, to Hallelujah Night, Harvest Night. Listen, if you're celebrating on October 31st, if you're yet dressing up, whether you're dressing up like the bride of Frankenstein or the bride of Abraham, Sarah, if you're still passing out candy, if you are 
yet doing what those who celebrate Halloween as it pertains to in its literal sense, if you're doing the same things that they're doing, then you are yet celebrating the same satanic holiday, all right? For intermingling of occult agents, occultic agents and demonic spirits, Samhan, I told you, or, or Sohan, some pronounce it Sohan, or Samhan comes from the Gaelic word. And I told you to underline or remember that word Samhan because we're going to deal with it tonight. All right. Those who celebrate it seek to exalt profanity, uncleanliness, and witchcraft. Those who celebrate Halloween in your celebration, in your dressing up, in your upholding the tradition of this satanic day, you are exalting profanity because Halloween, it lifts profanity, uncleanliness, witchcraft. It is a high offering day for witches, sorcerers, and occultists of all kinds. The time falls at the seasonal harvest time. We'll deal with what that means specifically here in a few moments. Sohan, Samhan, the definition showing on your screen, a high holy day of Wiccans and witches that is traditionally celebrated on November 1st. And I'm going to teach the significance of November 1st because actually Halloween is the New Year's Eve of the Celtics, the Druids, New Year's Day, which is November 1st. So the 31st is their New Year's Eve, all right? It worships their goddess, Gaia, Mother Earth, and celebrates with most of the ancient fertility rites. Now, I really wish I could see my Facebook comments because they keep me going. They keep me going. But nonetheless, I digress. Share, 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 and share. Now, I want you to note this. I want you to note this. Now, tonight is going to be class night. Last week, we indeed taught, but tonight I'm going to do some reading for you, and I'm going to inform you of the the literature, uh, or uh, uh, there's another word, the um, references. I'm going to inform you of the references that I will be reading from, referring to as it pertains to presenting facts. You can't argue with the facts. Well, you can, but your argument will be unsuccessful because the facts are the proof. All right. The facts are the proof. And I want to say this because Again, this ties into recapping and it also helps us to forge forward in our discussion on tonight. Last week, we had a dear heart, don't know, don't know who she is, but she commented as it pertains to I needing to do my homework regarding Halloween because God doesn't have an issue. He doesn't take issue with Halloween. He doesn't have a concern about it and that there's nothing in the Bible that speaks against it. I brought that up because I want us to understand for far too long, the church has been emotional and non-intelligent or unintelligent. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, and all thy getting, wisdom rather, is the principal thing. That's how the scripture begins. Wisdom is the principal thing. Uh, get wisdom and all thy getting, get an understanding. And that's what we're lacking. We're lacking not just an understanding from a secular point of view. We're lacking an understanding from scripture, from, from a scriptural point of view. We don't understand what the scripture says. We are taking people's opinions. We are taking what has been passed down to us that did not ever aligned with scripture and we've perpetuated lies, we've perpetuated fallacy. And in turn, we have created 
a church, we have, we have birthed, we have created a church that is ignorant and illiterate in the things of God. And so, uh, that person went on to say again that I needed to do my homework because there's no issue with Halloween. If you are a Christian and you say God has no issue with Halloween, that lets me know you're an ignorant Christian. You are scripturally ignorant. You are biblically illiterate because even though the word itself is not in the scripture, it's not in the Bible, the Bible yet addresses the spirit behind the holiday. Did y'all, did y'all catch that? The word of God addresses the spirit behind the holiday. Now, of course, I'm going to give you, still recapping, I'm going to give you the scriptures that we gave on last week as far as our foundational scriptures. But I want you to make note of this. I want you to make note of this. Halloween, this is going, what I'm, this statement is segue into where we're getting ready to go. But I want you to note this. Halloween itself originated with paganism. I wish I had my scribes here. Halloween itself originates with paganism. If y'all see me looking down, I had to go to my phone because my Facebook comments aren't coming up in my restream chat. Again, let me say that again. Paganism Paganism, Halloween rather, Halloween itself originated with paganism. Now, just let that sink in for a minute. Now, I know you may have heard the word paganism. Paganism, of course, comes from the root word pagan, which I'm getting ready to define for you. But I want you to hear this. Halloween itself originated with paganism. In other words, paganism was the vehicle in which Halloween derived. Halloween was birthed out of the womb of paganism. Why is that significant? Because the Bible, even though it doesn't address Halloween specifically, it addresses paganism. The Bible addresses paganism. The Bible addresses witchcraft. The Bible addresses sorcery. And in it, the Bible addressing those subjects and those topics, it specifically instructs the people of God as it pertains to abstaining, not picking up those practices, those rituals of those other nations that once inhabited the land of promise that was given over to Israel. All right. So now let's define, I feel the Holy Ghost. Let's define paganism. Again, it comes from the root, root word pagan from the prophet's dictionary by the author, Dr. Paula Apostle, Dr. Paula A. Price. She's the author of the prophet's dictionary. Page 370 and term 984. Pagan, listen to this. A term that originally meant country dweller, country dweller, and biblically corresponds with the definition of the Amorites, listen, whose heinous demonic practices cause God's people to be deported from their land. Did you catch that? It was Israel, the Israelites, adopting the heathenistic, pagan, polytheistic practices of the Amorites in which caused them to be evicted, caused them to enter into caused them to have issue with God, caused them to enter into or experience situations and circumstances that could have been avoided, would have been avoided if they had obeyed God's instruction as it pertains to not picking up 
the practices, the behaviors, the traditions of those other nations. Because the other nations, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Zebusites, all of the other nations were polytheistic. Polytheistic. They worshiped a plethora of gods. Israel, Christians, the elect of God, we are monotheistic. I wish I had a church that wanted to learn, a cerebral church. Mono, one. One God, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Lord. That's the scripture I'm quoting. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. For the Lord is one. For the God of Israel, he is one. One God. So that was their issue. That was their problem. I'm defining the word pagan. Y'all just stick with me. Y'all just stick with me. Now, those of you who don't want to be educated, those of you who don't want to be enlightened, by the word of God, and you call yourself Christian, you might as well go ahead and, 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 and enjoy your earthly ride for the most part because you're on your way to hell. Yeah, I said it. You're on your way to hell because those you are not a Christian if you reject the scriptures. You are not born of God. You might be a Christian based upon this culture's definition of Christian and or Christianity. But according to scripture, you cannot reject what God, you cannot embrace what God rejects and claim him. You may yet claim him, but he will not claim you. And it's time that the church moves from emotion, moves from, from uh, operating in their senses to operating in the wisdom of God, which comes from the word of God. And there are many that have opened the doors and scratched the word doors. There are many of you listening under the sound of my voice. You have opened demonic portals because of your involvement and your participation in a high, holy, satanic day. Now, I don't have time to really deal with that like I really want, but that's significant. Just as God has high holy days, so does Satan, because Satan endeavors to replicate, copy everything that God has originated, created. God is a creator. Satan is a duplicator. And if you know your Bible, and if you're a student of it, you understand that Jesus was crucified uh, they uh, he was uh, 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 crucified on the day before the high holy day. And that's why they had to take him down. That's why if you if you do your homework and I, I, I'm not, I deal with this specific subject uh, during Resurrection Month. But Jesus was not crucified on Friday. Let me go ahead and just throw that out there. No, because the Bible says that it was a high holy day as it pertains to the day that succeeded the day in which he was crucified. People get Friday because it said they the Sabbath day was approaching. Well, it wasn't the Sabbath as it pertains to the, 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 the Jewish weekly Sabbath, which is Saturday. It was a high holy day and high holy days are also referred to as Sabbath. But my point is, let me get back, is Halloween is a high holy day. The high holy day in reference to Jesus' crucifixion was the Passover. All right. So those of you, many of you who are Christians, by your definition, you have opened demonic portals and given access and permission to demon spirits to invade your home, to invade your space to invade your your mind 
to you, your 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 heart. Literally, you have given permission whereby they have legal right and access to do what they will in your life because you have, through your participation and your embracing of this satanic, high satanic holy day, you have lifted up their God. You have worshiped. I know someone might say, well, that, that's too deep. No, you're too shallow. See, it's not that it's too deep. It's that it's fact. It's that it's biblical. Now, let me move on. Hopefully I made some of you mad. Hopefully I provoked you to thought. Let me get back to pagan. Defining pagan from the prophet's dictionary, a term that originally meant country dweller and biblically corresponds with the definition of the Amorites whose heinous demonic practices caused God's people to be deported from their land. That's definition A. Definition B, a word that identifies the worship rites and religion of Wicca, Druidism, witches, magicians, and sorcerers. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? Are y'all, are, 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 y'all, are, y'all, are y'all getting this? For all of you that God doesn't have issue with Halloween, you are ignorant, biblically. Pagan. Why am I defining pagan? Again, for those that are coming on, please hit that share button. I can't see the comments on the screen that I'm looking at. I have to look down at my phone. I'm trying not to, but hit that share button. Facebook, Periscope, all right? Halloween itself originated with paganism. I'm looking at my notes. So if you see my eyes go to the left or the right, I'm looking at my notes. Halloween originated with paganism, hence me defining pagan which is the root word to paganism, because you need to know the origin. You can't change the origin of a thing. You cannot change the origin of a thing, regardless of the changing of name, regardless of critiquing certain aspects of the tradition, critiquing or changing, altering certain practices, The origin remains the same. A word, pagan, a word that identifies, identifies the worship rites and religion of Wicca, Druidism, witches, magicians, and sorcerers. The word pagan being made popular again speaks to those who practice the occult, black arts, black magic, and sorcery. All right? Let me keep reading. The word for Westerner was given to mountain dwellers whose polytheistic worship was foreign to monotheistic Israel. See, Israel didn't know anything about polytheism. They didn't know anything about worshiping four or five hundreds of gods and deities. And that's why God was very specific in how Israel was to conduct themselves. He was very specific in in, in, in who they could marry. I'm teaching real good. He was very specific in what they could eat. He was very specific and detailed to them as it pertains to the do's and don'ts because he did not want them to get caught up into the practices, the polytheistic practices of their day with the other nations. He wanted his people to be distinct. That's why you can't hardly tell a Christian from a non-Christian because the Christian dresses whorish, just like the non-Christian. Y'all don't like what I'm saying. The Christian dresses provocative and sexy, just like the non-Christian. The Christian is listening to secular music, listening to music that 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 amplifies uh, uh, lust and 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 degrading of our women. Yeah. So you can't distinguish, you can't differentiate from uh, from clean and unclean because they look identical. And it's because we have 
adopted the practices of the world, of the culture, and we've rejected God, but yet we want him to bless us even though we're not obeying what scripture says as it pertains to that blessing that we desire. We're not following suit after the regulations that govern the promise that we so want manifested in our lives. Let me keep reading because there's a certain place I want to get. I'm yet defining pagan. Such religions were fraught with idolatry and steeped in magic with demonic interaction at the center of their rituals. The most prevalent practice was necromancy. While the typical meaning of the word pagan seems innocuous, yeah, and that's what the problem, that's the problem with many of y'all. Y'all think Halloween is innocuous, meaning harmless. Yeah, yeah, you need to learn how to read the dictionary. Uh, <laughs> innocuous. Well, it, it, it's innocuous. It's all right. It's hot. No, 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 no. What the world, what the culture, what this, uh, 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 with, with, with this culturally modified world deems as innocuous or harmless does not mean that God agrees. Because what they may consider harmless, God considers devilish. God considers rebellion. And rebellion is as the seed of witchcraft. All right. So while the typical meaning of the word pagan seems innocuous enough, its origins, that's the operative word tonight, origin, its origins actually came from the deviant religious practices of ancient people's religions. Pagan. And I'm closing with this definite, not closing, but I'm moving on from this definition. Pagan in God's mind, listen, is synonymous with heathenism and Hedonism, hedonism, heathenism, and hedonism. A heathen is one that rejects the God of the Bible. So those who participate in pagan practices, those who connect with pagan religions, you in your connection, you, in your participation, you are in turn worshiping the God of that pagan ritual practice. So for all you Christians who are dressing your children up like whatever you are, you are worshiping. Oh, no, I'm not. No, Johnson, I disagree. You can disagree all you get ready. I've given you facts. And I'm about to give you some Bible fact. You are worshiping that devil. You're worshiping Sohan, which is the druid Celtic god of death. That's why every, oh God, I feel my leader's spirit. I feel Dr. Price's spirit. I God, I, I want to hit something. That's why if you just open your eyes and stop being ignorant, everything about Halloween amplifies, speaks death. There is nothing about Halloween that lifts life, that addresses life. It's death, tombstones, epitaphs, uh, blood, um, uh, 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 I'm trying to pull a certain character here. Uh, uh, Lord, help me. Skeleton bones and zombies. That's the word I'm looking for. All of that stuff is death. All right. Let me further make some of y'all mad. I saw Apostle made some comments and I can't see none of it as it pertains to what I'm looking at. But nonetheless, let me move on here. Let's go to Deuteronomy 18. Let me go back and give you some Bible. 
Because I just gave you fact. And all you have to do is do your research. Do your research. As Dr. Price says, do your homework. Deuteronomy, real quick, I got to move. Deuteronomy 18, starting at verse 9. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, these are scriptures that we dealt with last week. Thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that useth divination or an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch. Verse 11, or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because all these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. See, he drove them out. It's what they were doing. The, 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 the prior inhabitants of the land of promise that Israel were, were, was given by God and were, were, were preparing to walk into, he drove them out. Because they were anti-God. And God said, I'm giving you what their gods couldn't keep. <laughs> I don't have time to deal with that. He says, but you are not to pick up their practices. Verse 13, thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. He said they were into all of that divination, into necromancy, into all of that witchcraft. He said, but not you. Your God doesn't have to go through all those rituals because he's the true and living God. Is that, is that making sense? Now, I'm getting ready to take you into further fact about the origin. But before I do, I want to reiterate some quotes from the founder of the Church of Satan. Because those who are new to the broadcast or those who aren't new to the broadcast, but you are new to this teaching because you weren't because you weren't here last week. I want to reiterate for you the quotes. I want to reiterate for you the quotes by Anton LaVey. Anton LaVey, who is, was, because he's dead, the founder of the church of Satan. All right. Now just give me a second here. All right. Are y'all flowing with me? I know I may not have a mega church tonight, which I could care less about as long as I have a church that believes the word. Listen to what the founder. Now, why, why am I giving you, why am I reading quotes from this dead guy who's the founder of the church of Satan? Because the founder of the church of Satan, he worshiped Satan, built an organization based upon Satanism. And so because Halloween is a high satanic day, who better to speak on the significance of that day being Halloween than the founder of the church of Satan. Listen to what he said. He said, uh, the founder of the church of Satan, Anton LaVey, let me put up, let me put it up here for those of you that weren't here. It's right there in Prophet's notes showing on your screen. Anton LaVey said, by dressing, and I quote, by dressing up either by wearing a costume or by coloring oneself for Halloween is tantamount to worshiping the devil, end of quote. He said, I didn't say it, 
the founder of the Church of Satan, he said that when you dress your child, and he was specifically talking to Christians who participate in this satanic day, because y'all think it is innocuous. It's just innocent fun. All right, it's innocent fun now until five-year-old Johnny turns 15 and the seeds, the satanic uh, tactics of Satan planted in him at five through your Halloween participation now manifesting at age 15. And you wonder why you're dealing with abnormalities, emotional uh, imbalances. You're, you're, you wonder why your 15-year-old is rebellious. You wonder why your 15-year-old is steeped in rage and anger. You, wa- you wonder why your 14-year-old is, uh, your 15-year-old is sexually active. You wonder why they're in drugs because you expose, y'all don't like this, because you expose them to devils that by and through this holiday, profanity, uncleanliness, perversion is lifted, is amplified specifically in great measure on Halloween, October 31st, because all leadership of occults, all of the high leading deities are called on, are prayed to specifically on this day, unanimously, uh, uh, corporately, that's the word I'm looking for, corporately. And the Bible says that there's strength in numbers. Do you think that God was just speaking in regards to those who gather pertaining to his will? No, there are there is strength in numbers, whether you have a, a, a evil objective, whether you have an evil or demonic agenda, if you can gather people of one mind, you will be successful in that endeavor unless the people of God gather together and come against it. That's what happened uh, as it pertains to the Tower of Babel. And God said, look, these people are of one mind. They're going to achieve what they have set out to achieve because they are on one accord. And so what do you think is going to happen when Satan's people gather together on December, on October 31st, corporately, there's going to be a great uh, release of satanic power. There's going to be a, a, a great release of, 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 of satanic empowerment because all of his principalities are together on one accord, moving and functioning in the purpose defined in that day. Did y'all catch that? Did you catch that? Did you catch that? I said, did you catch that? Let me go further. This is what, again, Anton LaVey, the founder of the Church of Satan, he said, you Christians dressing your children up, costumes, coloring yourselves, Halloween for Halloween is tantamount, is the same thing is equivalent to worshiping Satan. He goes on to say, when you adopt the pagan practices, you subconsciously dictate, rather dedicate yourself to the devil. Let me put this camera back on me. He said, when you 
adopt the pagan practices subconsciously. You are dead. I wish somebody would hear God tonight. You are dedicating your child, dedicating your house, got your whole house dressed up in death. Now I'm specifically here to talk to the believer, to get you out of ignorance and to get you into God's will, which is his word, to get you out of tradition, to get you out of culture, to get you out of what's faddish, to get you out of what is acceptable by our society and by culture. My job as a prophet is to cry loud, spare not, and to get the saints, to get the elect of God out of what Satan has deceived you in participating in under the guise of harmless, innocuous fun. It's not fun until those devils manifest themselves in mature form. It's all fun now. You're taking pictures, got your children dressed up like pumpkins, taking pictures, got your children dressed up in animal costumes, and we're going to deal with where costumes derive from more than likely next week because I'm still dealing with the origin. It's all fun and games until that infant devil has matured and is now an adult devil and is literally dividing your home. Now you want to pray to the God whom you ignored. Now you want to pray to the God whose information whose revelation you rejected. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see if that's all I want to recap as it pertains to old LeVay. No, there's one more quote. LeVay said he took joy in Christians celebrating the tradition of Halloween. This is why he took joy. He says, I quote, I'm glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night of the year. Welcome to Halloween. So y'all don't see it as worshiping. You see it as innocuous. All right. Let me further upset you. You Christian Halloween lovers, which is oxymoronic. I'm going to give you some facts from the book entitled The Facts on Halloween, from which I have derived my topic, written by John Ankerberg and John Weldon. All right. Do your research. Do your research. Do your homework. Christians, most especially, God help me to get this point across. Christians, let's stop being stupid. Let's stop being emotional. Let's stop being driven by our senses. Let's stop being influenced by a world and a culture that's anti-Christ. If we're going to be Christian, can we do it Christ's way? Hmm? If we're going to be Christian, can we do it his way? Because Christian means Christ-like. But the issue is we are more concerned about being liked versus being Christ-like. Yeah. All right. So now let's further deal with the origin. Let's further deal with the origin. Again, I'm getting ready to read some excerpts from the book written by, co-authored by John Ankerberg and John Weldon, The Facts on Halloween. And I dealt with this last week. I just dealt with it very briefly to address the comment of that dear heart. And uh, 
And uh, so I want to really dig in on this. Uh, there's a comment on Periscope, and those of you, of course, on Facebook can't see this comment. That's why I'm reading it. This is a comment from Periscope because we are uh, simulcasting. Uh, and this person, Mr. T. Rogers says, so it's only wrong if you dress up on this date. No, sir. No, sir. Dressing up is rather, it's not wrong. You celebrating Halloween is not wrong if you dress up. You should not be participating in it. You should have no connection to this day whatsoever. The dress up is is uh how can i say the dress up is a extension of the satanic worship because i'm going to address the origin of the costumes again uh, more than likely not tonight next week we're going to deal with the origin of the costumes tonight I'm primarily dealing with the origin of the day itself, but I'm going to deal with how these, these practices developed, how these traditions that, 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 that derived or that's, uh, uh, that stems. I'm going to deal with how these traditions and how these practices develop that stems from Halloween itself, if, if, if that makes sense. And I don't know if you're still on Periscope, but hopefully uh, I answered your question. So no, you celebrating Halloween is not wrong if you dress up, which is to say, if I don't dress up, I'm okay. No, as a Christian, Halloween shouldn't come out of your mouth unless you're teaching on it. You shouldn't be discussing it. You shouldn't be going out to Walmart, Target, buying out candy, passing out candy, got your light on so that your doorbell can ring. No, Christians should not participate in it. Because the dress up is just that. It's dress up to the to the damage that participating and being a part of this day brings about. The dressing of the costumes, and we have, we have uh, uh, commercialized it, whereby we have made it cute. We have made it cute, but that's not the origin. And I'm going to continue to beat that horse until it is pulverized. The origin, we have to do our research and trace things back to its beginning, trace it back to its genesis. And the genesis of Halloween is satanic, it's demonic, it's devilish. You've got to trace it back to its origin. You cannot undo the genesis of a thing. All right? So in AD, 835, Pope Gregory IV designated November 1st, now y'all need to have keen ears, as All Saints Day or All Hallows Day. The term refers to saints, all right? The eve before this, that's November 1st. November 1st, Gregory, Pope Gregory IV, AD 835, he deemed November 1st, All Saints Day, All Hallows Day. The Eve, which is October 31st, was known as All Hallows Evening. Now, y'all stick with me. Now, I'm just going to throw this out. Listen, and you'll see how the church, and when I say the church here, in this instance, dealing with Halloween, I'm talking about the Catholic church. If you do your research, I'm not telling you nothing uh, that cannot be fact-checked. So I'm not making a, a stab at the Catholic church. I'm telling you what 
history informs us of. The Catholic Church opened the door to the embracing and the intermingling of Christian principles with this pagan practice. All Saints Day, a celebration of remembrance of saints and martyred saints, it had been celebrated in various ways in many places around the world. Listen to this. It is generally agreed in church history, Halloween took, and I'm reading slow on purpose. I don't read slow like this in real life. <laughs> Halloween took the place of a special day celebrated by the ancient Druids who were the learned or priestly class of the Celtic religion. Now, let me read that again because this is significant. It's generally agreed that in church history, Halloween took the place, the name Halloween. So, and this is what I said to that dear heart who made the comment as it pertains to God doesn't take issue with Halloween and that I needed to do my research as it pertains to Halloween because it's an innocuous day. It's harmless. No, it's not. Those pagan polytheistic practices were already in practice. The Catholic Church, by and or through the permission of their leader, Pope Gregory IV, in 835 AD, he, he intermingled. So Halloween, they, the name was replaced. As it pertains, Halloween took the place of a day or of the day that was already a day celebrated, a special day celebrated by ancient Druids. I hope y'all caught that. Ancient Druids. All right. Druid implies, if, if you're taking notes, Druid implies a priest of the occult, the priest of the oak cult. Look that up. O-A-K hyphen C-U-L-T. Oak cult, occult. Druid implies priest of the occult. And again, Halloween was a day of celebration to deities that originated, I'm teaching real good, with the Druids. Well, our time has expired. However, you know, I have more information and revelation to unpack and unfold regarding the facts about Halloween. So part two is on the way. Well, were you empowered? Were you challenged to think critically? Are you seeing and understanding the subject matter from God's perspective? I want to hear your answers to those questions. So email me at admin, A-D-M-I-N at ctjohnson.org or join our Facebook group, a biblical perspective podcast group and post your responses there. Let's engage and discuss your thoughts concerning today's podcast. Also, remember to send me your two empowering points that you were supposed to write down while listening today. Hopefully you have not forgotten that. I want you to send me your two empowering points. All right. Visiting the show notes in the podcast description will provide you with the email address and all other pertinent information to contact me just in case your hand did not write or type fast enough in regards to the email address and our Facebook group. Thank you so much for listening. Know that I greatly appreciate every listener from the bottom of my heart. I do sincerely. Would you consider partnering with CTJM International and the Biblical Perspective Podcast? 
enable us to continue empowering lives, go to ctjohnson.org slash partnership and sow your best seed today. Won't you? Again, I would greatly appreciate it. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered. Thank you so much for joining me today on a Biblical Perspective podcast. Did today's episode empower you? If so, rate and subscribe to the podcast at cpnshows.com, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. To learn more about me and C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text the letters CTJM to 855-686-1201. Also, connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at ctjmintl and Facebook at C.T. Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered.